Uh, it sets accountability because if you say what you're going to do, then you better do it. That's right. It kind of creates some pressure. You feel like, all right, I, I told someone I'm going to do this and I want right. to deliver. I don't want to overpromise. Honestly, I want to underpromise. Sure. When you say it out loud and you and you put it, give them a piece of paper that says this is what to expect, that's accountability. Exactly. I'm Rhett and I'm Brandon and, and we're the house dads because we're dads who sell houses, but we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians, friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. And we're trying to do it well, and that's what we're here to talk about. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of House Dads. We are on episode 11. Big 1-1. One, one. It's one, my one. favorite number. Is it really? Say that. Yeah. 11, my favorite number. is my high school football number. Uh, that's why. I'm still stuck in the glory days. Oh, but yeah, go. episode 11, you are here. Hey, I just want to tell you before we dive in, thank you guys, of course, for listening. But any kind of reviews that you can leave would be massive, whether it's on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Uh, obviously subscribe, but if you can drop a review in there, it would be huge. It would mean the world to us. So please do that for us. Yes. We got a good one for you today. We're going to be talking about, to set the expectations for the podcast, we're going to be talking about <laughs> setting realistic expectations. Ooh, that was layers of there. Lots of layers. Lots of layers. But it's so important, not just in our businesses, but in our personal lives, with our friendships, with our family, all of it, setting realistic expectations is super important. But in our business, we were just talking about how the market's strange and different things like that and everything we've been through, and, and you probably got some experience. Yeah, and you know, the longer you're in business, you learn you got to set expectations. And right. setting those expectations look different for different people, right? right. So uh, it makes me think of, of years ago, I don't even remember what year, but it was, it was long ago where I was still learning, uh, had a listing, and the seller was he's a little bit older, um, Older, what's older than the boomer generation? I wouldn't know. I'm so far away, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. He was he was pretty elderly. Um, but either way, listed his house. It was kind of a quick thing. He found a house that he liked, so he wanted to, you know, the classic. Let's hurry and put Sorry. our house on the market. Right. It wasn't much like time for conversation, dialogue, and prep. So we listed his house, and I'm actually at church on a Sunday morning, and I get a text, like a very angry, like there's a text. You can tell it's still <laughs> angry through a text. Yeah. So he texts me. And he said, "Rhett." I just got the newspaper. Why is my house not in the newspaper? And I was like, what? Uh, I text back, say, hey, you know, we don't necessarily market in the newspaper. We definitely use a lot of social media and this and that. He was livid. There's also a, a, an open house scheduled, and he found out that I wasn't going to be the one holding mm, it open, mm, mm. which is common. For, yes, you know, sometimes you I don't do. hold your open house open. You get another agent to do it. He was like, you're not even holding this open house open. It's your listing. And he, he let me have it. But, and of course, inexperienced me, I'm, I'm taking it all in. I'm just like thinking to try to blame somebody else. Right, yeah. At the end of the day, I didn't set expectations. We didn't have that sit down. We didn't talk and, and really go through the process of what we do right. to market his house. So for me to think, no, I'm not going to put your house in the newspaper, he probably should have heard that. Yeah, well, but I can't believe you didn't put his house in the newspaper. <laughs> do you market it in the newspaper? Oh, absolutely. No, so you if you look at, No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I absolutely do The not. yellow pages The as only well. thing I do remember is that when open houses, I used to submit online open houses to the advocate. Yes, yes. But that was still Times years have, ago. We don't do have that have changed. Yeah. Uh, but either way, you know, some people probably want their house. You, you talk to people, you learn their, their expectations, you set the expectations, but you can see how it's essential not only in business, but you can see how, you know, setting expectations, like you said, in 100%. family, relationships, marriage, 
it's crucial. Yeah. So kind of getting into the meat of things, I love to kind of bring studies to you yes. and the results of studies. And right. I don't necessarily do back-end research. I just find the results and, right. and share that with you. But a quote before, we don't even know who it's from, but to share and to start us off, when you don't set expectations, you're inviting disappointment. You're inviting disappointment. Because right. guess what? When you don't set expectations, the other person is going to set their own expectations. Right. And until, unless they communicate that to you, you better hope they match up. Exactly. Right? It's a crapshoot. Most of the time, they're going to set some pretty high expectations, and you you got to live up to them. But you don't even know what the expectations are because right. there's no communication. Yeah, because there's no communication. So most of the time, it's going to be unrealistic communication, unrealistic expectations. Yep. And so that's where you have you know expectations that are way too high. You underperform, and it's a nightmare. Yeah. You're rolling the dice on if you're going to meet those expectations or not, unless you set them. So digging into the studies, um, I'll read them kind of quick. And that way we can kind of get the gist of what they're saying. You'll, right. you'll get that as we go. But uh, there was a study published by the Journal of Business and Psychology that found that employees who didn't receive clear performance expectations from their managers were more likely to experience stress and burnout. Right. Go figure. Yeah, it makes sense. Another study published in the Journal of Applied Psychology found that teams that did not have clear performance goals were less likely to achieve their objectives. Right. And then the last one, a study published in the Journal of Marketing, very generic term there, yeah. found that failing to meet, this is obvious, failing to meet customer expectations can have negative consequences and customer satisfaction and loyalty. Imagine that. Yeah. Right. So all of those things, that's the negative side effects. These studies show and highlight the importance of setting clear expectations that's right. uh, in business. And you, when you fail to do so, there's going to be some negative consequences. That's right. And so much of it can be eliminated by putting in the work in the beginning. Yeah. That's what it all Absolutely. takes is that extra communication, defining it and spending that time. But often in haste, we just get so quick doing what we're doing and we're like, oh, let's just get the sale. Let's just get the deal. Yep. And we forget to properly communicate the expectations and set those expectations. Yep. It's setting the framework. It's setting the expectations up front. So that's just for business. Right. You can see some negative things. Imagine if you set, you failed to set expectations in like your marriage, right. uh, any relationships. Yep. You have any like, Oh, well, the hard thing right now is friendships. Yeah. You know, like it's just because there's a certain time in your life where, man, your friends is who you spent all your time with. Yeah. Like my boys, we would be texting all the time and stuff like that. And then there's a point when you get married and you have kids and life changes. And some of my friends would be like, bro, you don't ever text me back. I'm like, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. And, and so I have to set the proper expectations where like the only person that like I chit chat back and forth with during the day is my wife. Yeah. And so it may be a couple of days before I get back with you, but I will get back with you. So even setting expectations in friendships yeah. is super important. Which so. that can be tough too. Do you have any like single friends that aren't married yeah, yet? For and sure. they kind of still are like, hey, you can come do this. Right. And you're like, uh, can't. I can't. Yeah. I mean, I can, but 100%. it takes a little more <laughs> planning yeah. and work to do. Yeah, it's really hard. Uh, but yeah, setting those expect expectations with them right. uh, is clutch. So, right. so that's the negative things that happen when you don't set and, and kind of a generic negativity thing, but looking a little deeper, obviously we want to set expectations, but why do we set expectations? What are the positive outcomes that come out of it? Right. right. So we've got, let's see, one, two, three, four reasons of why you should nice. and what setting expectations can do for you. So the first one is pretty obvious. It is providing clarity. So when you, when you set expectations, puts everybody on the same page, right. they know what to expect. You know what to deliver, and there's a clear, concise objective. Right. right. I think it was a perfect example that you used with your first client, that when things get going so quickly, yeah. it's easy just to jump into things without 
taking the time to saying, hey, look, I, I know it may not seem necessary now, but let's set the framework. Yeah. Let's set the proper expectations. And it takes you more time and more time, more work in the beginning. Yeah. But doing that then is going to save you a whole lot of headache in the future. Yeah, and it's so common because people want to hurt. Like oftentimes, like in this situation, they found something, a house that they wanted, so they wanted to hurry up and put. So if you were to do that on the front end before they even found the house. Right. But people don't want to like, no, we don't want to sit and talk. We just want to go, go, go. But that 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 does do not it. give clear. That's clarity. Yeah, that exactly. doesn't give any clear uh, expectations. So yep. that's pretty obvious. Again, it's a layup. But the quote we have for it, which is, uh, people don't follow the best leaders. They follow the person they can understand the easiest. And I think that's encouraging because when you think about like, uh, like, if you're a good leader or not, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to have the best communication skills. It doesn't mean that you have to be the most talented or the most successful or have the great experience yeah. that you just have to be able to provide clarity. Yeah. That if you just give people realistic expectations mm-hmm. and you communicate that to them, then you don't have to be the most dynamic speaker or no. anything that that will actually help in what type of leader you are by just providing clarity. Yeah. Kind of takes the pressure off a little bit because you're like, I don't have to be the best. Like you look at, People on on uh, social media, Instagram, TikTok, they have a huge following. But I guarantee you, if you watch some of their material, it's probably because they're just delivering material in a very easily Clear, digested, easy concise way. Exactly. Right? You don't have to put so much pressure to just make these nailing, like tweetable right. remarks. Right. You know, just be clear and concise. That's right. right. So that's the first point. Provide clarity. That's what uh, setting expectation expectations does. The next one I think is one of my favorites. Uh, it sets accountability. Right. Because if you say what you're going to do, then you better do it. That's right. It kind of creates some pressure. I don't even know if pressure is the right, the right word, but you feel like, all right, I told someone I'm going to do this and I want right. to deliver. I don't want to overpromise. Honestly, I want to underpromise. Sure. So when you say it out loud and you and you put it, give them a piece of paper that says this is what to expect, that's accountability. Exactly. And I think one thing that you said here about setting accountability was giving them a piece of paper. Ooh. Because the same for providing clarity and setting accountability <laughs> is that if you communicate something to somebody verbally and be like, yeah. oh, I said that, how often do people remember what they actually hear? So writing it down, yeah. printing it out, handing it to them and saying, oh, well, remember, we weren't going to put your house in the newspaper. Yeah. We actually covered all of the ways that yeah. we were going to list and market your we've, house. We've done what we said we were going to do, and you know, this is or this is what I'm going to do, so I better live up to it. That's right. Uh, and that can, these next two kind of go hand in hand with possibly leading a brokerage, leading a yeah. team, but like when you set accountability for your for your agents, like that that's uh, an expectation. Like, 100%. hey, this is what we expect of you. Right. Uh, and they know they, they should hit it or else, you know, there's no success or there's another right. option they should probably be doing. Right, right. right. Some has to be reevaluated yes. if we didn't hit that standard. Yeah. So that kind of transitions into the next one, which is kind of similar, but yep. performance and goal setting. Sure. So when you set expectations and you know what you're shooting for, you're much more likely to hit it. Right. Right. So something that you can see every day that's visible. Uh, but if you can see something, you're much more likely to hit it. Right. Uh, I think in the sense of like working out, right? Like, why do you work out? Well, I want to be fit or like you go to the gym and you're like, I don't know if I'm making progress or not. I don't know what my goal is. I don't know what I'm shooting for. Uh, it could just be just, just the act of doing it. But if you have a goal and you know what you're doing, you're probably going to work out a little harder. Exactly. You have to have that expectation in mind. Yeah. Of like, and it's gotta be a realistic expectation. That's why we put that in there that, Hey, I'm gonna work out twice and lose 50 pounds. No, that's not it. You have to have realistic expectations. Realistic expectations are set with realistic goals in mind. Yes. They have to be. Absolutely. So, I mean, you see it all the time in, in real estate. We set our goals. 
lot of times at the end of the year. Right. Uh, because that affects what we do every day. Right. It affects what we do every month and how we market and how we have conversations. But if you know what you're shooting for and you know the expectations, you know, you're, you're going to hit it. 100%. More likely to hit it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, the, the next one, the last one, one of my favorites as well, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm all about efficiency. Yeah. And that's what, uh, that's what the last point is. And how much time are you going to save right. when you, from the beginning, right. set the expectations, set the framework for, hey, expect this. They know it's going to come. But otherwise, right. if you don't set the expectations, they're going to they're gonna ask all the questions, which are great. We love questions. Sure. We love helping. Right. But think about if you're getting the same question over and over and over and over, you should probably, from the beginning, set the expectations. And, and that's a big deal, like something we've been talking about is setting the expectations with friends, with family, and especially with clients about when you're available and when you're not available. Yeah. And so like when you somehow can work in that initial conversation about what your hours are or you're always going to get a response from me, but it may not be immediately yeah. because I like to carve out time for my family between this time and this time. Yeah. So certain things like that, like clearly communicating that in advance makes people understand that they are still a priority yeah. that they're going to hear back from you. But what the worst thing is, is if they don't, or, or they don't hear if it's a continual thing where they don't hear back from you during this period of time yeah. and, and you never initially set that expectation in the first place, they're going to think they're not a priority. Yeah. But instead, if you told them in the first place and you took a little bit more time to explain that, they're going to be like, Oh yeah. Well, Rhett told me that, you know, every weeknight, he kind of cuts things off at yeah. six o'clock unless we're waiting for something super important. Right. You set that expectation up front, then that's going to be a big deal. Yeah. It, uh, and again, I'm all about efficiency and this kind of goes back to some past episodes of time management, right? right? So if you're wanting to, to get more time back or protect your time, uh, so something that I do for my, my transactions, when you get a house under contract for, with a buyer, right. what are some questions, the initial questions you get from a buyer? Oh, I mean, when are we going to close? When are we going to close? Like, what do we do with the deposit? Right. What do we do with like what's, inspection? Basically, appraisal. the big question is, what's next? Yes. What's, what's next? next? So right. I have a template email saved in my my Gmail account. It says next steps. Right. And we, we I literally go to it, pull it up. I can tweak it if I need to. But it says, here's what's next. Right. And it lays out lender. Right. Title company. Um, inspection, but all the basic questions that you get every right. single time, right. because so often I would get those questions and like, you know, you're getting home and you're winding down with the kids and Hey, all right, what's next? Cause they're excited. Exactly. They're very sure. excited. They want to no, know what's going no, on. No problem with that. So I would, I would have to answer those same questions. I'd have to type it up all over again. And then finally I'm like, wait a minute, let me just set the expectation up front, answer the questions I know they're going to ask from the, from the get go. Yeah. And I have that template saved and it saved me so much time. And I think the big deal, again, is what we keep coming back to is having it in print that's duplicatable, mm -hmm. right? Saving yourself time, being able to set those expectations is going to make you more efficient. Um, but if you have to retype it every time yeah. or if you have to reprint it every time, uh -huh. when it's basically something that everybody's going to ask, go ahead and provide that to them so they can refer back to it. So it's not just over a phone call. Yep. Be like, oh, remember we discussed that on our phone, right. phone call. No. It's yeah. in print. Refer back mm -hmm. to it. Then you'll be able to go from there. And look, there's going to be people who don't read what you send. You no, still have 100%. to do it. But yeah. if you still give yourself a chance to provide that, yeah. uh, it helps. So along with efficiency, if you, if you let people know what's to come, they're prepared for it. 
and that way they can make decisions quicker. Right. So if you, sometimes like in this market, I've been telling sellers, hey, expect to be asked to pay some closing costs. Exactly. That's gonna be a very common thing buyers ask for. Right. Rather than not telling them that, and then when they get an offer, like what are all these closing costs? Like, well, it's kind of common now. Well, you didn't tell me that. Like, if you tell them on the front end, they can make decisions quicker right. during the process. That's right. Right. Yeah, I heard this, uh, and, and this goes, even probably it, it covers client stuff too, but it, it really talks about our personal relationships when it comes to expectations. You remember the old Venn diagrams that we used to do in mm -hmm. school? Yeah. Yeah. The two circles were a little bit part intersected in the middle. Right. The key to setting proper expectations is if you would imagine a Venn diagram where one circle would be expectations and then the other circle would be what actually happened. Yeah. Is that the, the middle part of that circle would be as big as possible. Yeah. Is if that Venn diagram was the same to where I actually what you said or what the expectations were was what was actually delivered. And that's why when we set expectations, how do you keep in mind, like when you're talking to your clients and you're talking to people, I always would rather take the approach of, of under promising yeah. and over delivering. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But that's such a fine line to walk to say, hey, look, no, you still want me to be able to do this. But you can kind of use like what I do is I'll use like some market statistics and things like that to set the proper expectation yeah, and, and and say, hey, this is probably what we should expect. But obviously, in the back of my mind, I'm wanting to deliver over that every single time. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many little things you can set. So that's basically the fourth points we have. We, you provide clarity, you create accountability, you goal set. It helps you hit your performance and goal setting uh, tactics, and then you have efficiency. Right. So that's all like why you set expectations. I mean, you probably didn't need to hear this episode. You probably knew a lot of this episode, right, right. but it's good to have a reminder on really like a reminder. deeper understanding of why we're setting expectations. Um, so I'd encourage you to, to ask yourself, are you even setting expectations? I, I don't know why it took me so long in real estate to learn not just with sellers, but with buyers right. setting expectations during COVID. Uh, if I even got a chance to do a buyer consultation, I would say, Hey, look, I'm setting the expectation for the market. You're, you're going to have to pay more than exactly. what, what, it's what listed they're asking at. You're going to have to do this and this, and that way they know, and they're better prepared when right. the time comes. Right. And for sellers, like you want to give them the expectation of, Hey, it, it here's what the days on market average is. Right. Set the expectations. Exactly. Uh, but are you setting them? You yep. need, you absolutely need to set them and don't, don't, don't take as long as I did. Yeah. Before and, you don't set and them. And another key to that is asking other people what their expectations of you are yep. because you're setting them, but to a certain degree, you have to know if you're going to already burst their bubble and yep. disappoint them. Or if like one thing that we talk about when pricing property is like, okay, well, I know that you probably already had a number in your mind. Mm -hmm. So what was that expectation? Yeah. And you go ahead and set that expectation to say, Oh, I'm either really going to make them happy or I'm going to have to bring them back down to reality. Yeah. But I think this is so important asking other people's expectations of you mm -hmm. when it comes to personal relationships Yeah. that I think about a lot of, you know, people that I talk to when their marriages are struggling and now we're getting deep real quick yeah. here when it talks about relationships or when we're talking about expectations is like uh, one of the two people in the marriage or one of the two people in the relationship, they're expecting something, but they never even communicated that they expected. Yeah. And a lot of times that's what happens in our friendships and our marriages and all those different things is, man, well, I wish they would do it. We're doing this for me, but you never even really communicated it. Yeah. Or the way that you communicated it was not clear, not was not concise. And, 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 and so, even in our personal relationships, it's so important to make sure that we are asking what other people expect 
of us. Yeah. It's one thing I have to reassess with Courtney sometimes is I'll ask her, like, look, babe, I feel like I'm taking care of all these different things, but am I missing in any particular? Like, is there yeah. something that you need more of me? Right. What are you expecting of me? And that's what we should do in any healthy relationship, obviously with our clients, obviously with consumers, but in our marriages and other relationships too. Uh, our, our oldest daughter, Madison, she's an expectation girl. Yeah. She will wake up and say, what are we doing today? Yes. Like, what's going on? That is max. She'll even like the night before, hey, what are we doing tomorrow? And she wants the expe- she wants yes. to know exactly. And if we don't meet, the, <laughs> if we don't meet those expectations, <laughs> good gracious, right. she is not happy about it. That's right. But yeah, it goes into to parenting, goes into relationships. I think probably the first year of marriage. That's probably why it's one of the hardest years. Right. Uh, just from hearing others, my marriage is perfect. I don't know why. That's right. That's no, funny. y'all don't but have any for y'all <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, the first year you have so much expectations going into it. Yeah. Uh, that's why marriage counseling is so clutch. Like you have right. someone telling you, Hey, you're, you, what's your expectations? This is what you probably shouldn't expect or should expect. And it's just a lot of adjusting right. and, and you're comparing expectations. And if you're not on the same page and concise and clear, yes, man, that could be tough. It's really tough. You know, really tough. So, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. When I go on listing presentations, one of my last things I like to say is, all right, so what expectations I'm, I'm big on expectations. What expectations do you have of me? Because I, I want to make sure I at least meet them. But of course I want to try to exceed. Good. Them. Yes. And that way they have the ability to tell you, uh, I can only text during this time or right. I want to be called or I, I'm, right. I'm all email, whatever it is. If you give them the chance to right. give you the expectations, Hey, you're going to be a little more concise. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, and don't be afraid. I know you've kind of touched on this. Don't be afraid to ask others or let others know what you expect of them. That's right. Right. It's, it's totally fair to let people know, Hey, like, I guess keeping in the client um, analogy, like, hey, I do have a time that I kind of shut off when I get home. So not that I don't care. Obviously, I'm here for urgent stuff, but you may not get me as yeah. as much in the afternoons or in the mornings before this time. Yeah. So yeah. don't don't text or call me. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I expect of you. Well, what do you think about like when you come? Obviously, expectations for ourselves, right? Like for you, for you individually, and for me individually, a lot of times our expectations can just be. Uh, reflected in our goals. Yeah. But I think it, uh, it's a little bit different, like, um, because it's harder to track our expectations for ourselves when it comes to like our attitude, our commitment levels and mm-hmm. things like that. Like, how do you set expectations for yourself when it comes to just like your personal life? Yeah, I, I think it goes, you're going to hear this so many times in our episodes. It goes back to my motivation. Like, yeah. Whatever my, why my motivation is, I kind of know what I need to do right. to get there. So right. I, I say, Hey, if I want to achieve this amount of sales or I want to make sure I'm, I'm feeling okay at home with, with Brandy and the girls, I'm expecting my, I need to set the expectations. All right, you need to do this. Right. Set the standards. Standards right. is also kind of another interchangeable word. Exactly. I set those standards for myself to know what to, what to do to achieve yep. and keep that in mind. Yep. And, and those standards and those expectations, what it does is it keeps things we talked about. It can't be a balance but it can be a harmony harmony because it's everything is not going to get 50% all the time. You can't cut up the pie that many different ways. And so if you have the proper expectation of how you want to keep things at home, well then something else somewhere else is going to have to take away from that. Right. Or you're going to have to take away from that so you can give it to your home. And so you have to make sure that your motivation is properly in place to be able to set those realistic expectations. That's good, man. I love it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I think I, I think I got it all, man. That's just, uh, again, as a reminder, that's it. Necessarily teaching That's it. Yeah, it may not be some. novel information. It may not be new to you, but it is just a reminder yeah. that a lot of times, and I think it may hit home with some people that maybe in some personal relationships and some friendships and things like that, that uh, you, you're trying to pinpoint what the issue is. And maybe it's just 
poorly communicated expectations or no expectations that were set or communicated. And so maybe it just needs to start back there. So whatever it is, I hope that this was more than what you expected it to be. Right. Love it. Now we really are glad and thankful that you guys are here again. Like I started the episode off. If you drop us a review, a rating and, and subscribe to our pages, it would mean the world to us. Thank you so much again for tuning in to episode 11 of House Dads.